Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today's episode is dedicated to active people, to either recreational athletes, people who love being active, uh, exercising, do, doing either endurance sports or uh, lifting or everything in between. Um, or if you're a professional athlete, this also is going to be um, useful to you. And specifically, we will talk about um, intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating um OMAD or one meal a day uh, lifestyle. Uh, we're going to talk about when it's best to open your eat- eating window, how many hours uh, it seems to be optimal for uh, athletes to fast and still gain uh, either in performance or in muscle mass or um, endurance or somewhere in between depending on what sports you do we also of course going to talk about um some supplements that uh, especially athletes who require more nutrition might consider um, supplements that actually work and are proven to improve certain aspects of performance or recovery and certain gains um and we, we also talk about things like proteins and being a fat-adapted uh, athlete versus carb-adapted athletes and how your nutrition must reflect reflect that. So let's just start. <laughs> First, let's talk about time-restricted eating. Um, I get a lot of questions about intermittent fasting and uh, one meal a day lifestyle because uh, I've been doing it for quite a while with a lot of success and it just seems uh, uh, to be getting better. And I believe this is one of the strategies that allows me without really restricting my calories at all to maintain lean physique. Like you can see my six pack abs and um, my Body fat uh, on average is somewhere between 10% to 14%. That is kind of low for a female who doesn't compete uh, at the moment and uh, who uh, doesn't calorie restrict. Um, and that's uh, what allows me to do that, uh, intermittent fasting and specifically one meal a day lifestyle. Uh, for most athletes, guys. Um, well, actually, first, let's start with a paper that I've just read that actually was recently published. It's by Rhonda Patrick, one of the uh, biggest uh, science voices when it comes to our metabolism on uh, internet and specifically on social media. So she did this uh, article that is based on many studies um, that are connected or about time-restricted eating. Um, and so time-restricting eating and muscle mass and exercise performance. In conjunction with resistant training, an 8-hour time-restricted eating window in healthy males resulted in a decrease in blood glucose, blood insulin, and fat mass while maintaining muscle mass. Furthermore, resistance trait females who followed an 8-hour time-restricted eating eating window and fasted for 16 hours per day uh, did not experience skeletal muscle atrophy, rather they experienced muscle hypertrophy and obviously muscle growth and performance similar to women in a control diet group who 
ate all their food within a 13 hour per day period so basically you know some people are afraid some athletes are afraid that they're gonna uh, either their performance is gonna decline or they're gonna lose muscle mass so that doesn't happen actually the opposite tends to happen uh, but that of course you know highly depends on how you eat um, in the time uh, in the time cell when you actually start eating your food. But um, intermittent fasting can uh, work really well for athletes. And um, uh, yesterday I was doing a live on my Instagram about uh, time-restricted eating or intermittent fasting for athletes when it's best to eat. And when I work with really active people or athletes, I always recommend to pay attention specifically and very carefully to two meals. The one that is uh, before your workout, uh, usually somewhere an hour before, and the meal uh, that is after your workout, usually in an hour uh, window, maybe two hours, um, that seems to be optimal for to recover, for better performance, uh, for uh, to grow muscles and strength if this is one of the goals. Um, so I always recommend athletes to eat, uh, to have a smaller meal an hour before their workout. And, and of course, the uh, exact composition of that meal will depend on uh, what diet the athlete follows and um, has been following, uh, and also on their health and their physiology, their particular needs and the needs of the sport that they do. You know, endurance sport like cycling uh, is not the same as weightlifting or powerlifting or you know CrossFit. Um, for this, we need to. Um, do a few changes to their specific meal composition, but I just recommend to have something uh, that is comprised of probably some whole food protein, uh, depending uh, on their diet, whether they're high fat or high carb, uh, we include um, some fats and some healthy carbohydrates, uh, and then we include um, some electrolyte source. Um, so when they work out, they have better performance because um, if you want to be better at some sport, if you want to train for results in some sport, you do uh, need, well, you're not going to die, but you're but your performance will improve if you have something like an hour, something lighter, an hour before your workout. So you're not, you know, cycling on training with a full stomach, but so you don't go on an empty tank. And for example, one of my favorite meals can be some fatty fish uh, with maybe some sardines in olive oil, some sodium added to that mix, maybe an avocado, and uh, that's it, or maybe some eggs and avocado that have potassium and um, you know some salt you add on your food so potassium and sodium are two electrolytes that uh, athletes really really need in order for their performance to peak and in order for them to be able to um, fuel their best results uh, and uh, some protein, you don't need uh, a lot in your pre-workout I also recommend uh, to have in your during the workout meal or drink, um, better say, not meal, um, some 
essential amino acids that also include uh, branch-chained amino acids. Those help you to perform better, uh, to maintain a certain blood glucose level. Uh, also, they improve to preserve your muscle mass and uh, improve your endurance by uh, decreasing the amount of fatigue you, you perceive uh, and you experience. Uh, That's what I would always put in uh, the drink of my athletes. Um, Besides that, I usually recommend them to get some L-glutamine in their drink if it's not in the essential amino acid package, like different companies have different amino acids um, supplements that uh, we use. Uh, I do not depending on uh, whether that athlete is fat adapted or they're on a high carb diet we might also add some source of energy uh, either in some form of like mct oil or other fat or if they are carb fueled athletes then we might add some um, carbohydrate Um, and again the composition will depend on the athlete and what they perform the best on but uh, again for the athlete for an average athlete, I always recommend to have a smaller meal uh, somewhere around, um, an hour before workout. In their uh, workout water, they would have per hour. Um, well, uh, we'll talk about timing a little bit later. So they would have some essential amino acids with some brain-chained amino acids and L-glutamine. And probably creatine is a good idea to take that. It helps you with energy production. Also, one of the supplements um, that... Is proven to have an effect on um, athlete performance. And then somewhere uh, an hour after workout or two hours after workout, after your workout um, or your training, you would want to have a meal, a bigger meal that will help your body to recover uh, your muscles and uh, uh, also all of the organs and any sort of damage you did with your training, you're going to recover much faster when you uh, have good quality, full of nutrients meal. And that meal, of course, you want to have some uh, protein and of course you want to have um, some fats or um, healthy carbohydrates. If you have, you know, your carbohydrates after your training, this is the best time to have your carbohydrates, not because uh, your body will metabolize it much better. It's going to, you're going to have much healthier, much better um, glucose, blood glucose response, but also because those carbohydrates will enhance your um, recovery time and your performance next time you train, but actually you don't need a lot of those carbohydrates. The amount will depend on the kind of sports you do, on the kind of diet you perform. Um, a lot of people on keto or low-carb diet also like to include you know, something like a sweet potato in their after-workout meal, and um, usually it doesn't even uh, kick them out of that keto state or ketosis because all of those carbs they immediately use by your body and put into um, glycogen storage either in your liver or of course in your muscles that's your biggest uh, tank for uh, blood glucose or glycogen or uh, carbohydrates Um, so pre-workout meal after workout meal that's those are the meals that you want to take care of um, as an athlete Um, and then if you choose to eat in an hour eight-hour eating window, then probably 
um, depending when you train really. If you train really early, then probably you're gonna have a third meal somewhere late in the day. Um, it's gonna be lighter than your after-workout meal. If you're someone who trains late in the day, then you might have a breakfast and then um, a lighter lunch one hour before your workout and then the biggest meal of the day after your work workout an hour or two after your workout. Uh, when it comes to, you know, proteins, fats, and carbohydrates for athletes. Um, when it comes to protein, guys, most of you don't need protein shakes. Uh, unless you are someone who does a lot of lifting, who um, is in bodybuilding, um, you know, shows or competes, or you are building a lot of muscle mass, most of you can eat all of the protein you need in those, in those meals you have. There is no need to have protein shakes uh, and uh, the guidelines that seem to work for the majority of people um, so athletes you probably want to have somewhere between 0.8 to 1.2 grams of protein per pound of body weight so again 0.8 to 1.2 per pound of body weight if you're someone on a smaller side you're not really trying to gain someone if you uh, and you don't do a lot of training someone like me uh you know i trained um every single day but i don't really do anything intense and i'm on a smaller side i don't have a lot of muscle mass even though i I am pretty lean and compared to a lot of females, I do have a lot of muscle mass. But anyway, you would probably have less protein somewhere um, around uh, 0.5 to 0.8 of grams of protein per a pound of body weight. So again, 0.5 to 0.8 um, of protein per a day. And some of that, you know, usually if you have like three or two meals, you would divide the, that amount between those meals. And usually you would want to consume the most amount of protein and food uh, in your after-workout meal. Uh, when it comes to nutrition in general, guys, oh, let's talk about fats and proteins. So if you're someone who are um, who's on a low-carb diet or you're on a high-fat diet, someone like me, I am on a low-carb, high-fat diet, then when you need more energy for your training, then you would increase the amounts of fats you eat because fats and carbohydrates are two primary sources of energy for a human body. And uh, eating a lot of fats and a lot of carbs, as a lot of standard diets have, it's a metabolic disaster. So you don't want to do that. What you want to do, if you are someone who is on a higher carbohydrate diet, then you would fuel yourself with more carbohydrates for your workouts. If you're someone uh, who is on a high fat diet, then obviously when you train more, you want to increase your energy intake um, by adding more fats. Protein is not an energy source. It's never an energy source. Uh, it's very demanding on the body and it can have pro-inflammatory effect. And basically protein is not your energy source. If you need to train more, if you need more energy, if your life gets more demanding and your training gets more demanding, you want to increase the amount of either fats or carbohydrates. And of course, because fats uh, have twice as much energy, if you add something like coconut oil or olive oil to your diet, so maybe you have some avocados, um, then you will need to eat less because fats have twice, more than twice more energy than carbohydrates. So just manage the amount appropriately. 
And when it comes to nutrition, guys, and your meals, athletes especially, you need as many nutrients per calorie as possible. So we talked yesterday about what are the most nutrient-dense foods that you want to invest in. And again, those are fatty fish, wild fatty fish, organ meats, um, uh, low-carbohydrate um, and uh, non-starchy green and red, colorful uh, vegetables uh, and healthy fatty foods like avocados, nuts and seeds and um, olives, uh, um, fattier cuts of meats, uh, but again fattier because you need uh, more energy as an athlete, uh, but if you want a higher carbohydrate diet, from you know healthier version of high carbohydrate diet then probably you want to manage your fats again we don't want to be on a high fat high carb diet even for athletes it's a metabolic disaster that never works at the end um now let's get back to our supplements and so the first thing every athlete needs to pay attention to is the amount of electrolytes you get and replenish electrolytes are minerals that your body needs to maintain um to maintain different charges outside of your cell membrane uh, and those electrolytes are sodium and potassium and there are a few others but usually what you lose a lot is water and what you need to replenish is sodium and potassium and a lot of athletes especially low carb athletes uh, can feel pretty shitty uh, when they do not consume enough sodium um, actually you know people are always afraid of getting too much sodium but if you are someone on a healthy diet and you do not consume a lot of uh, junk and processed food then uh, too much sodium is not something you need to be worried about especially as an athlete you need to be worried about too little salt and sodium or salt is um salt contains sodium is a major electrolyte that allows your the cells to send signals between each other and uh, if you get low on sodium and also potassium then basically you're gonna hit a wall uh, and it will feel like you have no energy and you might feel lightheaded and uh, uh, dizzy all of that can happen when you lose a lot of sodium and with that you usually lose a lot of water usually lose potassium you use other electrolytes too but again potassium and sodium you need to pay attention to that you know sodium per day probably an athlete depending also in which area you train like the hotter it is the more you need but on average you probably need somewhere around five grams of sodium especially um you need to take some put some in your water while training uh and potassium to give you an idea an average adult it is recommended to get 4.5 grams of potassium and most people do not get enough and if as an athlete you do not get enough of potassium also your performance will suffer in all areas and you're just not going to feel good um, so calculate the amount of potassium you get in your foods really great sources of potassium when it comes to foods are avocados um, also you know fatty fish have some uh, potassium um, a lot of green leafy vegetables like brussels sprouts broccoli have mushrooms actually have a lot of potassium button mushrooms specifically if you're someone who eats um, bananas then bananas have also potassium but not as much actually as uh, mushrooms and not as much as avocados avocado is also 
outreach in another um, electrolyte that is super important for your energy production and your cell and DNA replication and for your overall health, magnesium. So avocados also have magnesium. Um, I highly recommend to you to eat avocados as an athlete. So when it comes to potassium, you would want to hit at least 4.5 gram, but I would recommend getting more. And there are some good electrolyte solutions on the market. Try to find the ones without sugar. There are some like Vega, for example, Vega Electrolyte. Um, they have their electrolytes made with um, stevia. So try them out, but yeah, you want to pay attention as an athlete um, to sodium, 5 gram a day, you know, potassium, probably 5 grams a day too, and then magnesium, you want to get um, 600 at least uh, spread out throughout the day, you know, some before bed, um, some um, in the morning, uh, maybe even some during your training, uh, 600 milligrams and more. Um, there are different forms of magnesium and also do not take a lot at the same time usually can cause some digestive distress and disaster pen situation so um you know just experiment with different magnesium forms and don't take a lot at the uh, at one time and also eat your avocados and also dark chocolate has a lot so check it out but not as much as um you know avocados or brussels sprouts for example so um check check those foods out and make sure you you are getting enough sodium potassium and magnesium um, other supplements that you need to put in your workout water usually uh, or take around your training that help you to feel less fatigue to produce uh, more energy and be more efficient and effective at energy production that is hugely important for you to train well um, also essential amino acids well let's talk about those supplements um, and they also these supplements help you to uh, maintain your muscle mass better and utilize nutrients from your other foods better so for example um, essential amino acids that they help you to utilize or use protein that you eat from your food better uh, better to build more muscles to preserve more muscle mass and to maintain also blood sugar so what are those supplements to take before your workout during your workout um, the best time to have those for your energy and for your recovery are somewhere around your workout so l-carnitine that actually helps your body to use your own fats for energy so l-carnitine uh, is proven to help you with your energy and your fat burning ability l-glutamine that is uh, amino acid essential amino acid um, that is used to help your body to utilize uh, fuels and maintain blood sugar levels. Um, so add it to your workout drinks. Uh, it helps It helps me actually personally to work out harder when I have that in my water. Um, so also make sure that you are consuming some branch-chained amino acids. They are proven to decrease the amount of fatigue you feel to um, increase the amount of energy you feel you have um, and then also creatine another supplement that is proven to um, 
improved performance of athletes, not only physical, but also mental throughout the day. So creatine. Again, creatine, essential amino acids that have uh, branched-chain amino acids in them, L-glutamine and L-carnitine. The next supplements that I recommend to a lot of my athletes and people who train a lot, <clears throat> tart cherry and turmeric extracts. There is a good company, Sport Research, uh, that I personally love and recommend to everyone, even though I'm not affi affiliated with them in any way. So tart cherry and turmeric, they decrease inflammation, they help you to recover, they um, decrease a lot muscle soreness, but the way they work, um, in order for you to actually help your body to, to recover better and to have first the inflammatory response your body needs to adapt to new training and then to recover faster and decrease that inflammation. So in order for your body to do that and make use of these amazing supplements, uh, um, you need to take them three, four hours after training, not right away, because right after your training, you actually need this in that inflammatory response for your body to adapt and get better for the next training. So tartary extract, turmeric, and any sorts of anti-inflammatory, you want to take not right after training, but three, four, maybe even five hours after your training. And then, guys... The last but not least, uh, make sure that you as an athlete um, have in your food or get from your supplements enough zinc, calcium, iron, uh, that you get enough omega-3 fatty acids, um, that you get enough of K2 vitamin that helps your body to utilize calcium, um, that you have enough of vitamin D, uh, either from cod liver, cod liver oil, uh, or from the sun, but uh, unless you are somewhere like Southeast Asia, it's really hard to get your vitamin D all the time. Uh, so I recommend to eat cod liver or to take cod liver oil for your vitamin D and also K2. I also recommend to get it um, either from supplements or from foods like nut. Foods are always better, but if you can't get your K2, that is hard to find, then you might want to consider natto or fermented soybeans. And then zinc, calcium, iron, those are super important for your recovery, for uh, also your immune system. Um, they're also, well, calcium is also an electrolyte. Iron um, is needed to create red blood cells in order to transport oxygen to all of your tissues and your brain and if you don't get enough iron you're gonna feel low on energy and you're just not gonna perform as well so make sure also that you have some good quality supplement for your um if you don't get and most people don't especially athletes if you train a lot you do need to supplement a little bit more and so you need to get your zinc calcium iron and make sure that you get your k2 vitamin your vitamin d uh, and omega-3 fatty acids either from eating fatty fish like sardines by the way tuna does not have enough omega-3 uh, so uh, your tuna is not a good source of omega-3s but sardines uh, are great or anchovies or salmon are also great sources and then the last one that um, has been on my radar uh, for a while, and I actually tried it, and it seems to work, and I do experiment it with a lot of my um, 
athlete clients uh, quadriceps that is a medicinal mushroom and usually you can find um, it online in some form uh, like an extract sometimes you can find it as mushroom coffee or mushroom tea so quadriceps that they help your body to utilize oxygen better and they help especially endurance athletes to perform better to increase their uh, vo2 max and to perform longer and better so quadriceps also check them out uh, if you're someone who likes to experiment with uh, more advanced supplements that uh, that have not been used as widely in the industry in sports as other supplements that i've mentioned today so that's about it guys um, if you're an athlete if you're super active that means that you need to be really good at um, satisfying your nutrition needs better than an average person because your body needs more uh, to support you know your life but also training that can be quite demanding on your body and on your brain and all the systems uh, you know you might not know that but for example professional um, sports uh, not a, a health industry a lot of professional athletes do not live that long and one of the reasons they use so many you know different drugs and supplements that are not proven in the industry and they overdose them you know anything and everything to win but um as an athlete you do need to take care of your nutrition specifically in a special way um, but just do it in a smart way to benefit your health, not to compromise it. Um, so we talked about today about fasting as an athlete. We talked about protein and fats and carbohydrates and electrolytes. We talked about um, supplements for more energy, to decrease fatigue, to maintain and increase your muscle mass. Uh, we talked about anti-inflammatory uh, supplements uh, and when to take them. And we talk about general supplements that um, any person interested in health and longevity needs to take, but also especially if you're an athlete, you need to make sure you are getting those. Um, so let me know what you think about this podcast. If you need any more advice, feel free to reach out. Uh, I also coach people through um, their nutrition by coaching, I mean I monitor what you eat, uh, we monitor your performance, uh, and then I tell you what to increase, what to put into your nutrition more of, and what maybe to have less of, and then we monitor your performance uh, again. And there are a lot of details. Uh, uh, your performance at an athlete, um, it depends a lot on what you put in your body, on your lifestyle too, of course, but nutrition is a huge, huge part of it so make sure that you know what you're doing if you and if you want to improve your performance uh, don't forget to look at the nutrition aspect so hey guys again if you have any questions feel free to reach out on any of my social media or by email go be active do some sports today i'm doing my leg workout today in the gym so that's my program for today what's yours Thank you for listening, guys. Love you. Appreciate you all. And till next time, till tomorrow, eat better daily.